strong and fierce, compassionate and kind. Happy Women's Day from 702. The Friday Profile. Well, this past Tuesday, I was really honored to be a part of an African first. The honoring of the first South African and African uh, to be honored with a Barbie made in her likeness as part of Barbie's 60th anniversary uh, Shiro campaign. If you look back, 2015 was the year that sparked it all because since then, Barbie has honored women who continue to break boundaries in their industries. And the campaign celebrates role models who inspire young girls to be all they can be. Well, it gives me great pleasure to tell you that South Africa's singer Lyra was chosen to be the first African to be honored. Um, Lyra has been an absolute inspiration. The way that she's built her music career, her business, um, that she's built it with absolute passion and professionalism. And she's now been immortalized with a Barbie doll made in her likeness. And she joins other inspiring women as well, like plus size model Ashley Graham. There's the National um, uh, uh, Aeronautics and Space Administration research mathematician Catherine Johnson. And also when they see us, you as a uh, uh, director, Ava DuVernay. So uh, it's wonderful to have our very own entering this group of inspiring women and she joins us here in studio as our friday profile happy woman's day Lyra. thank you and to you too what so does exciting. a day like this mean before we get into this <laughs> roller coaster you've been on over the past couple of uh, weeks or whatever let's actually look at your hopes and what women's day symbolizes for you well i think more than anything it's just um, us celebrating uh, the, the essence of being a woman yeah um i've often re- thought of myself as a woman as being, we're like flowers. If, if we're nurtured and we're taken care of, not only by others, but definitely by ourselves, we tend to, we blossom, we're mm-hmm. beautiful, we radiate from within. And the older I've gotten, I've really embraced just being a woman. Sometimes we, um, we speak ill about our, the fact that we are emotional. And, yeah. But these, yeah. these are certain things that make us women. We're, 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 we're sensitive to life. And this is a power. Mm-hmm. I think this is, this is what makes us powerful. So the older I've gotten, I've really sort of settled into being feminine and embraced it and seen it as a, as a, as a powerful thing. Yes. And I just feel my best ever in my life just because I think I've embraced that. You're 40 so. now, right? I'm 14. I feel so fabulous. anything to do with that? <laughs> I think so. You know, it's just like you look at everything, you're like, this is it and just embrace and just love it all. Mm-hmm. I feel my best. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in yeah. my entire adult life, I just, I, I feel amazing. And because I'm embracing all that yeah. I am. Yeah. So. Well, welcome to this side of life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but just to pick up on that analogy, I think even when women aren't necessarily uh, nurtured in any society, you see, you, and the analogy that you use to pl- flowers, mm-hmm. plants, you see how a plant overcomes and will yes. come through concrete. Yes. Will grow through tar, yes. you know, to yes. emerge mm-hmm. and uh, uh, fulfill why it exists to, to begin with. So I just love that analogy from all perspectives. Awesome. So this has been quite an experience. Whew. Um, it was an honor to be there on Tuesday. I had to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> for quite a while. How long have you known that for Barbie three wanted months. to? Oh, you've known for three months. Oh, and I had to keep it from my mother. Of You know, it was difficult to keep it from yes. everyone. But um, wow, I'm so happy now I can share yeah. the news. Yes. So they give you a call and say what? So they explained to me that Barbie's celebrating the 60th uh, anniversary and they would like to honor me with a once off doll in my likeness. And honestly, I was, I was struck by disbelief. I thought, is yeah. this a joke? Yeah. You know, is this real life? And so they said, well, have a look at all well, the you other. you like Barbie, Barbie. Yeah. I was like, the Barbie? <laughs> what are 
the chances? I think honestly, in all my life, I, I never, I, this, this wasn't something that was in my vision board. I can tell you that. Mm. But what I enjoy and, and appreciate about it is that it's very affirming. Just in terms of my entire journey and everything that I stand for, I think we do speak the same language. Yeah. Um, um, and our values are aligned. And so I just feel really, um, just honored, deeply, deeply honored by it. Yes. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations because you are an African, the African first. Oh my gosh. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, you've got siblings. Yes. Yes. Uh, and where are you in the order? Uh, the oldest. So you, was it your dolls, your toys that were getting passed down? Did you even have I did not a Barbie have a to Barbie. play with? No, I never had a Barbie. We had those ones that had, um, you know, if you were lucky, you'd get the ones that, whose legs were hollow. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like it was yes. just a plastic molding. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes I remember those. Yes. <laughs> well, I engaged them, but I just never owned one. And I remember the time when the Barbie could bend her leg. Yes. That was like, Amazing. You were lucky could if do. you had one of those. Oh, that was amazing. But I would always engage with them with friends and things like this. And mm. I remember there was a, an aunt of mine that was a, um, a maid and, and the child that she took care of had a Barbie. So she, she gave me one. And that was the first time that I actually had a Barbie, but it was mm-hmm. a hand-me-down. But none of my siblings had it. And I think my parents also had the same feeling that, no, if it doesn't look like you, we don't want it. That right. really was a lot of parents feel that way. And that's why mm. this one. Mm. Is as exciting as it is mm. And I think for me Having short hair I do admit That I was like Well that's That's going to be tricky I expected it to be plastic I didn't want to put me In a that's, weave well, And I'm thinking not, because No but I'm saying Those questions Like how are they going to Treat my My aesthetic? hair Exactly So yeah. I I I imagine that it would have been just plastic that's colored in black. Um. That's honestly what I imagined. So the first thing that blew me away when I saw this doll was mm. the hair. I was so excited. I just felt like that was the the biggest honor for me. Yeah. yeah. It's like the hair looks amazing. Because you went to LA. You I were went involved to LA. in yes. the detail yes. of this doll. Yes. Like what, what, what were those aspects? So I was taken through the entire process. So the first department I met was the hair department. Mm-hmm. And they didn't show me the little mini afro they showed me everything else from the weave from the braids they were like i saw a lady literally put hair on a barbie yes. she showed me it's literally she does it in like five minutes she's so used to five minutes if it's, it's even a long time it's done by they hand it's by not hand. on a conveyor she, machine no. like you know well, when they design they they go okay. through the whole process because they have to see if the i mean mm. they're really they're meticulous you know so they test it out they 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 comb the hair and see that everything mm. works in in proper order then i met the Asian lady who does the face and she was like, okay, so your makeup was like this and this is the makeup we went for. Um, I was like, fine. So she, now they show me other Barbies, right? They're just sort of a generic thing. I'm totally unaware that mine already exists at this stage. They take me to the department that makes the shoes, the tiny little miniature shoes. Yes. The guy has me handle the, the machinery that he uses and I was so fascinated. Then I moved How did to that the work? Lake. I remember you giving a description that it's almost like a virtual It's a virtual thing shoe. because these are so small, yes. but you work for them you work with them on a different scale a, because exactly, of the technology, exactly. a larger a bigger scale. Very much. So he was explaining to me that this technology is about 5 years old mm. and it exists on the screen, but when you use the pen, you you feel it viscerally as if it's it actually is in yes, front of you, but it, yes. it's invisible. Amazing. So indeed, when I tap, I could tap on the shoe, but of course it's not there. It was absolutely amazing. Mm. And then I could pull the shoe a little forward or make it a little smaller or raise the little yes. buckle. Yes. So it was, I mean, I was fascinated with this process. Everyone is passionate and loves what they do. I get to the lady, the Asian lady that's been working there for 23 years, and she loves, she, she does the clothes. So she explains to me that because... These are miniature versions. Mm-hmm. She had to create a print of this fabric. 
She's never worked with African fabrics, so she's been very excited about this. And then she had to find Swarovskis, of course, to yeah, uh, to look like mine. And she, she had my top right there because I sent it through. So they picked a top. You had a performance outfit. I showed them an image. Okay. And then once we decided on the image, right. uh, several of us, once then we decided, then the I had to send the, the, the shoes. I sent everything there. Mm-hmm. So they sit there with every little aspect and create it mm-hmm. in this miniature version. Mm-hmm. So she was explaining to me how they had to create the fabric. Um, and then find the perfect size Swarovskis to create this look. Right. So she was saying to me, I treat every doll like it's a human being. But I've never met any of the, our other sheroes. Wow. The first. It was so special to wow. me. She walks up to me. She hugs me. She's like, it's so good to meet the... Oh, man. I just, it was so <laughs> moving to me. Um, so then we finish the whole thing. And then so we're sitting with all the elements. We get to a desk where I can see a sprawl of all these images from this particular picture. Mm. And I'm thinking we're just doing final things. She's like, well, we're ready to reel. I was like, what? <laughs> it's ready? Yeah. <laughs> When they lifted the thing off, I was so moved. When you look at the picture that they were working with and the result. The sketches that they, the picture, the sketches they created and then. And then the result. Honestly, it's like they were watching it and just sketching it. Right. Yeah. So I was, there was nothing I could have changed. The Mm. only thing I said to them was like, I need a bit more lip. (laughs) (laughs) Those lips need to get fuller Those lips need to get fuller And that's exactly what they did So that's literally the only adjustment I made Yeah, that's so amazing (laughs) What is your hope with this doll? Yes, uh, over the years You know, there has been a whitewashing of dolls In in the industry in general Mm. And it's only later now In recent years Where we're seeing greater representation Of body shapes, body sizes different hair textures, different types, different skin tones. Mm. We're seeing a great variety, different professions. Yes. Right. So what is your your hope with being included? Because your Barbie um, is holding a mic. Yes. You know, yes. and it's about girls also dreaming. There's something called the dream gap uh, yes. that is also part of this effort. I mean, that's really the, the purpose of this particular campaign um, because the research shows that, or they, Barbie's research shows that um, by the age by by the time girls reach age five yeah they stop believing um that they can be anything so it means that somewhere in there maybe us as mothers sisters fathers brothers we stop reinforcing girls you know to believe that they can become anything so these dolls are there to push those boundaries to make girls believe that indeed they can become anything they want mm-hmm. um Bobby made the first female astronaut before a human being was sent out. So they've been pushing this, this sort of boundary for a long time. But I think what's important about a doll like this is that it brings it closer to home. Mm. It, 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 it validates what we look like and, and what we can achieve. So the hashtag is really you can be anything. And I think for me, like I said, I feel affirmed. Yeah. And um, we've had such overwhelming response. People saying, yes, it's wonderful to have a doll that our children can relate to. And I'm hoping these young girls will feel like, well, if I, you know, if I just follow on my path and, and stay authentic, possibly I can also do incredible things and impact people around the world. Yeah. That's really my hope. What surprised me though, when I was at the design center is how, like you said earlier, the representation of the different figures and careers and things like this. They had Barbies in Punjabs, mm-hmm. literally in, in, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of outfit. They had, um, um, Barbies in full figures. They had deep, dark, uh, Skin, skin tones, little afros. I was blown away. Mm -hmm. So what I like about the brand is that they've, they've taken the technology so far that, of course, you want your Barbie to be able to do a lot of human-like 
things. So it was very important for Barbie as a as a brand, particularly to push yes, yes. Um, these boundaries. Oh, you mean a hijab? I'm still there. You're saying Barbie's in hijabs to yeah, represent yeah, yeah. Yeah. All, all sorts of... So, exactly, right, exactly. Even uh, uh, um, uh, religious backgrounds. Even religious backgrounds. So that I didn't know mm. until I got there. No, so diversity is important. Mm. In fact, in, you've traveled all over the world. You've performed in far-flung places. So you've, as an African woman stepping on some of these stages so you're often also performing to people who may have never yes. uh, or know very little about where you come from yes mm-hmm. yes and this is why i love being around the world and i i always look distinctly african and undeniably african um and then i always share a bit of my culture uh this the, how we structure our languages and mm-hmm. i feel like the structure of the language influences how you think how you process things and i'll share these little things and i'll um, I'll dance and, and I'll give them a sense of our culture. This is really my pride and joy. I feel like I'm flying the flag for, for Africans around the world. And it was always my mission to be quite honest from the beginning, mm-hmm. um, to define what African excellence and beauty is to the world. And so I'm very fortunate that I'm able to do it worldwide. Yeah. yeah. So now being affirmed in this way oh. that you didn't make the wrong decision. Oh. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is really is what right it is. Thing this is all exactly along. what it means for me. That's yeah. exactly what it means. Yeah. Some. So it's, it. I want to talk about the women that have shaped you. It was in, it was lovely to see your mom there. Nice. You were in oh. the same room getting your makeup done together. Mm. Uh, yes, she <laughs> didn't BFF. know the details of the, the occasion. So she's your BFF. Mm. I'm BFF. That she's time. been running for what, 40, over 40 years? Over. Before, before, before she had me, she was a runner. Yeah. Yes. What kind of influences she had over you? And also talk to me about the other women who have shaped you in your life and your career. My mother's, so my, first it's my grandmother. My grandmother had grade four education, but she was the first entrepreneur that I met. Mm. She built the biggest house in our neighborhood. Um, I remember it, we were the talk of the neighborhood because we had the first TV, the first fridge. It was just like very cool back then. But this is in Davidson. So this, is, this is in Watville. In Watville, okay. And then we moved to Davidson with my mother. Right. And my mom was just, also she was the first one who showed career success that was just different from everyone um, around our community. One thing I appreciate about my mom, she's a phenomenal mother. She really is an, an amazing mother. But my mother's never neglected herself at, ever. Mm. She had a beautiful balance of caring for herself, but being a present, incredible mom. And at the same time, she gave us space to explore life and to be ourselves. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, She's very hands-on, but she'll give you space to make your mistakes. And co- if, if, if life beats you down there's always an open door to come back home and Mm -hmm. lick your wounds and she always makes home feel like the safest place on earth so i appreciate that about my mom she looks amazing she's 63 she looks amazing and she looks amazing so that is also an important thing and she says the biggest gift that she can give to us is her health and well-being so that we can enjoy her for longer and still running doing things like comrades i thought that was fantastic (laughs) i mean she was so touched uh, when that moment came, brought she was close tearing. To tear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was tearing. And the other women, Oprah was another person that really influenced me, and um, I she's be, really been a big role model. She just for me shows me that you you can become the change that you want to see, and you can mm-hmm. be an impact on a, on a large scale. So that's what I wanted to do as well. And I was invited to her school to address the young girls, but I was told she wouldn't be there. Yeah. So my brain didn't register that she was in the room because I was told she wouldn't be there. She was sitting right in front of me, but I didn't, I was, she was completely invisible to me. 
And I gave my speech and it was wonderful. And right at the end, she literally popped up <laughs> from the crowd in utter excitement as I finished my, my speech. Yeah. So I got the shock of my life, but it's a good thing I didn't know she was there because I think Otherwise, I would have been yes. so nervous. <laughs> so afterwards, she pulled me to the side and said to me, what you, young lady, what you spoke about was the power of intention. Mm-hmm. She says, mm-hmm. who and what I am now is not by chance. I intended to be the person that I am. Mm-hmm. So intention sets the, it sets the, the cause, the it's, cause yes, for you. Yes. She, so she assured me, she was like, that's it. If you have a clear intention, mm-hmm. you will become that. And it was powerful for me to hear that from her one-on-one. She literally pulled me to the side, we went to the back of the building. Yeah. With her bodyguard for, for her to say this to me. And it really was impactful for me because I was like, okay, that this is advice that I'll use the rest of my life. Yes. Absolutely. And to so. share with others as well. Yes. Wow. Yes, what a yes, moment. Yes. What a moment. Um, what I think we look at how you've built your career, but it's also been this judge me for my music and for what I, how I deliver my craft to mm. you. You don't seem to have played this music industry, um, politics, drama. Um, maybe you have behind the scenes, but to us, the people who listen to music who are your fans, mm-hmm. we don't see, even though you've built this very successful music career and business behind it all, what has been the strategy? Like, how, do, how have you done that? And what is the depth of this business? I think for me, it's very simple. I'm very clear about why I do this. Yeah. yeah so yeah. It, some things just don't make sense. They don't add to the vision. So I do not engage if it's not going to assist the vision in any way. Mm. And I'm all about really staying in your lane. It's people can, can try to pull you in all kinds of directions and people have tried to do that, but I simply don't engage. A lesson you learned early with Arthur, I suspect. I did. I, re- I learned so <laughs> yeah, much. And yes. you know, I look back and I'm grateful for things like that. Yeah. And so I just simply don't engage because how is it going to serve me in the long run? And, um, I also am, I suppose, um, very careful about how I portray myself out there. I've got lots of young sisters. So I, I feel like I need to honor my truth. I need to live what I preach. Mm-hmm. So I'm, if I might, I might make mistakes. Of course, I'm human, but I'm very cautious and very careful. And it's not a burden, really. It's because I care about it. I, am, I have a mission that I'm trying to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And that's really what's, what's driving everything. And so sometimes people drag you and it hurts your feelings. But then I always pull back. Yeah. I have to always get myself into an equilibrium that I remind myself, why am I here? Yeah. What, what am I up to? I'm not interested in, in pulling anyone down or fighting with anyone. Mm. I have a, a mission, a self-given mission to fulfill. And that's really where my focus is. Yeah. Um, you've released almost every two years or so, give or take, yes. over the past couple of years <laughs> since the start of your career. But mm. and. New music, we we last saw new music from you, 2016. 2016, I know. <laughs> so is there a project? What's going there on? Is, there is, and my fans are, I'm sure they're very impatient with me right now. So there is a project that is, that exists. Oh, okay. I went to the States and I worked with Grammy Award winning vocal producers, producers, songwriters. Yeah. We worked in Los Angeles and New York and I also brought them here to South Africa. So it really is like a, a proper African-American body of work. Mm. I wanted to to grow. These are people that write big hits around the world, but I wanted to not lose my African essence. So the right. best way I can describe it is that it's African-American. Uh, African-American. But 
it's quite an evolution from where my music was. Really? It, it is quite. And, but that was my whole purpose, really. I was like, just open yourself up to different sounds. And then I struggled with the fact that I know how my fans are. They're going to be like, mm, we know you is such and such. And so yes. there was a little bit of a ba- uh, battle within myself to say, mm, do I put it out? From 702, Happy Women's Day to all women. Oh, we could have talked for days. There were still a few more seconds of that conversation with Lyra, but we do, we did have to uh, intercept it right at that moment so that we can bring you our final ad break for today. Uh, Debo says we're incorrect in referring to it as a Barbie that that is Lyra's invention. No, actually, Debo, the issue is that Martel, the makers of Barbie, approach the women that they want to honor through this role model campaign. There have been 50 of those around the world and Lira is the first South African and African to have a a Barbie made in her image. So it is a doll under the Martel Barbie brand. Um, So Barbie isn't a particular doll. Barbie is the doll range, is the doll brand, if that makes sense. And they make different dolls uh, um, under Barbie. They're all Barbies. The athletic one, the thick one, full figure one, the Lira one, the Shiro range, the role model, they're all Barbies. Um, and so they made a doll in her honor. But that's